Fantasy World, this is Fantasy 101 with Todd, and I am your host, Todd. Today we're going to start with uh, um, a category that seems to be the most popular category this time of year, early August, heading into deep, you know, hardcore draft season right before the regular season starts in the NFL. We're going to go over some deep sleepers, some not-so-deep sleepers, and some bargains. I'm just going to throw a few at you from each category. I don't want to overdo it in each category. It's very early. There's already some injuries happening around the league. But I know some drafts are happening earlier. A lot of my main drafts are happening in a couple weeks, midway through August. So I feel like one of the main things these podcasts need to do is get these names out there. I feel like I've done my homework and I know what I'm talking about and I want to pass that information on to you so you can do what you think you need to do with that information. So let's get right to it. This is why you're listening. So let's get right to the info. Um, I'm going to start with the deep sleepers. That seems to be what a lot of people like to figure out what they're going to do as far as trying to get some value at the back end of a draft. So deep sleepers... um, I'm going to go ahead and jump right to it with uh, Alan Hearns. Nobody is talking about Alan Hearns. He's going to be the number one wide receiver for the Cowboys. They have nobody else on that roster right now that is going to be the number one receiver in Dallas for Prescott. And Prescott, yes, he's going to give the rock to Elliott. He's going to keep it short to Beasley and whoever's playing tight end. And he's going to, you know, scramble around. I get it. I get who Prescott is. But... It is an NFL team. They need some guys on the outside that are going to put some points up. And I, you know, in real life and in fantasy, do I think Alan Hearns is going to be a wide receiver one? No, but do I think Alan Hearns is going to have, you know, very good upside, maybe wide receiver two, back end wide receiver two, maybe mid level wide receiver two. Absolutely. He's going to be the number one receiver in Dallas. Uh, he's going to lead them in targets, no doubt in my mind. As far as he, you know, as long as he stays healthy, he's had some knee, you know, issues in Jacksonville. But Alan Hearns is my first one, and I wanted to get that one out there because nobody is talking about him. He's going late in drafts, number one receiver in Dallas, Alan Hearns. Another deep sleeper, and I don't know how deep the Alan Hearns one was. I'll give you that, but we're going to go to another uh, name here that I think is a little bit deeper. And I understand why nobody's talking about him. He came in and got hurt immediately and, and you know, kind of disappeared. But Mike Williams, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers, got hurt last year. Um, this kid's going to take some red zone targets. There's no tight ends on the Chargers right now. The tight ends that are on the roster are not going to be guys that are catching the ball. They are, you know, might use Gates. But Gates is 40 years old. I don't know what he's going to be able to do. Um, I don't have any confidence in that. And it's possible. He could shock me. He's that kind of, you know, he's a Hall of Fame talent. Maybe Gates will come in and take that role. But even so, that's fine. Let him be the tight end. I do think that Mike Williams is going to steal some of those red zone targets. I think he's also going to play just a bigger role in the pass attack, not just the red zone. I think Williams could be a five, six catch, 40, 50 yards in a TD a game average guy. He could be. He's got that kind of talent. He's a first-round talent. Mike Williams, bookmark him. Take him late. Definitely take a chance on this kid. Mike Williams, wide receiver, Los Angeles Chargers. Another deep sleeper that nobody seems to be talking about is not the most exciting 
position, I tend to always try to get it in there because it is still a position that is a scoring position in fantasy football. And it some a lot of times, if you get production out of the tight end position, it's a difference in winning a, a week. So if you can get a tight end that will give you at least that an occasional big week that is going to give you a steady five, six, seven points a week at least at the bottom and occasionally give you those double-digit points is what you're aiming for. And a kid that I think has the talent to do this is Ricky Seals-Jones, a tight end for the Arizona Cardinals. It's, uh, uh, both of his quarterbacks, both quarterbacks love to dump uh, well Rosen is a rookie uh, if Rosen comes in at some point during the year um Ricky Seals Jones in that tight end position is going to be a, an outlet if there's a, a play gets in any kind of trouble they like to go short routes um you know that's just the way the NFL works it's it's a way to break things down if you've got a running back or a tight end on a shorter route guys downfield and I have feeling the rookie quarterbacks even Rosen which I think is going to be great but when he struggles, he's going to need that guy to lean on. I think Ricky Seals-Jones has a chance to be – he's in the deep sleeper category, but he has a chance to be a very steady tight end, especially on the fantasy end. Um, I just – I think with their quarterback situation in Arizona, the tight end position is going to be used, and he's the number one guy there. Um, the last deep sleeper I want to bring up at least as far as August 2nd, and that's – you know, we're early, but it's the last deep sleeper as of August 2nd that I want to bring up is Chris Godwin. And I know there's a lot of back and forth going on right now. Um, he's not, you know, absolutely under the radar. I just think a lot of people are pushing him aside. Um, you know, they see Evans and Deshaun Jackson, and then they see, you know, a quarterback last year in Jameis Winston that struggled off the field and on the field. Um, so he's not the most exciting name, but he's not a bad guy to take late in rounds. Chris Godwin, wide receiver out of Tampa Bay, world-class speed. Um, he gets a chance, you know, good hands. He gets a chance to uh, uh, um, open up and get, you know, earn some um, um, continuity with, with Jameis. I think he could be that guy. Deshaun is as inconsistent as he is, and there's going to be double coverage on Evans every game. Um, Godwin has a chance to be a steady fantasy producer. Um, the next category I want to go to is sleepers, but not deep sleepers, but mid-level sleepers that are guys that are going to creep up into those fifth, sixth rounds um, that we think, um, you know, are kind of in that uh, gray area where they're not top-end guys that are taking the you know top four rounds uh, or even top five, six rounds. Um, but guys right in the middle that would kind of be risky that we think are sleepers that you could take that chance and go a couple rounds earlier than you would um, uh, want to probably take them. Um, so the first player I want to mention in the sleepers category is uh, Patrick Mahomes. And I brought him up in another podcast. I'm trying to – this will probably be the last time I mention him for a while. I'm just so high on this kid. Um, and I've read some negative stuff this week about some interceptions in camp – first week of camp um you know trying to uh run the first team offense and his style is so Brett Favre like um is he Brett Favre no I'm not saying that so you know don't get me wrong on that but he's got the big arm loves to get out of that pocket loves to make things happen he'll run a little bit I think if he can settle into an Andy Reid offense which is a check down smart 
offense. It's There's always an outlet in Andy Reid's offense. If Mahomes can keep himself under control just enough, you don't want to keep him too boxed in. Let him play his game. Let him play that far style. But Patrick Mahomes, put a star by him. Maybe take this kid a round or two earlier than you think you need to to make sure you get him. Depending on your league. Now, there's some leagues that really strip down the scoring of the quarterback. If you're in a very low, you know, four points per touchdown, um, you know, I've seen somewhere, uh, quite a few leagues. Uh, PPR leagues tend to not be quarterback, uh, you know, heavy as well because, the you know, the receivers over here are getting a point per reception. Um, quarterbacks lose their value quite a bit there. But um, if you're not in one of those stripped-down scoring quarterback leagues, and a lot of the leagues I like to be in are six-point-per-touchdown quarterback leagues, um, you know, pretty generous to the quarterback, like per yards, per point um, um, settings. If you're in one of those leagues, which I'm in quite a few of those, Patrick Mahomes is a good guy to take. You know, right now he's going about 11th round. I wouldn't be afraid to take him in the ninth or 10th round, honestly. Um, another guy in this category I want to bring up um, is Kenny Galladay, wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. I think he has a chance to step up and be uh, – uh, he's got the talent to be a number one receiver, but he's got uh, Marvin Jones and Golden Tate in front of him, two great receivers. Um, and I don't like predicting injuries, and you sh- you can't always do your fantasy that way. It just doesn't make me feel good to constantly think guys are going to get hurt. But between Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, somebody will go down. It's the NFL. It happens. And when it does, I think his production is going to go up. He'll be in his second year. He's going to be more comfortable with Matt Stafford. I've heard a few things in camp, but we did last year as well. So you can't, you got to take that with a grain of salt. But Kenny Galladay, um, going late in drafts, definitely, definitely a guy to take a flyer on. The last one I want to mention is a kid that I think is walking into a great situation. He's getting not too much. I've heard a few good things. I wouldn't say it's all been bad, but he's definitely not getting the push that he should. It should be louder for this kid. DJ Moore. He's going to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, He's a rookie. They drafted him this year high in the draft, and I think he's worth it. I think he's that kid that can stretch the field. Cam, he's not going to throw it down the field all the time. They're going to try to run the ball and, and play can, you know Panther ball, which is chip away at you. They're going to use McCaffrey a lot. Um, but DJ Moore is that kid that's going to be next level for them. They can get you know, 20, 30-yard plays. Cam gets out, gets in a, a scrambling situation. The kid that can get down the field the quickest with good speed and good hands is going to be DJ Moore. And I think Cam's going to hit him on a lot of those scrambles. So if you can get DJ Moore in those mid-rounds, you take him. You get in those double-digit rounds, you take DJ Moore. I think he's worth a risk. Um, and I know on August 2nd, like I said, it is early. But he's a kid that I am throwing my, you know, uh, I'm throwing my, my hat in there. I think he's going to have a big year. DJ Moore, uh, wide receiver out of Carolina, Cam's new uh, weapon. And then I'm going to list a couple. I'm going to go ahead and throw a few breakouts out there for you. And I know a lot of these names. I wasn't really planning on doing too many of these. I'll give you a couple of them. I'll give you some low. uh, What I'm going to do with the breakouts, I'm going to tell you the ones that a lot of people are down on that I think are going to have breakout years. But everybody around the league is kind of down on them just because of what's going on around them. 
And those those couple guys, I'm going to start with um, Rashad Penny. Uh, he, each day since camp has opened, it has gotten worse and worse, the news on Rashad Penny. It's been all Carson, Chris Carson this, Chris Carson that. Um, and I'm sure Carson looks good. I liked Carson last year. I had him on a few teams before he got hurt. Um, I even, you know, thought about keeping him in a dynasty. I understand the Chris Carson talent thing. And even if he starts that first game, I still believe Rashad Penny is going to get number one work because of his talent. Everything I've seen on the film... I just think he's going to blow it up with Russell Wilson. I really do. And right now, he's slowly, he's still being taken in that, that top of the fifth. He's probably in the right position, honestly. Um, I think he should be higher, but I understand why he's where he's at right now. But I, I back to you know what we're talking about here is just straight-up kids that we think are early, you know, early years players, not all rookies, that we think are going to break out. And I think Rashad Penny happens to be a rookie, I think he's going to fit in that Seahawks offense, and it's going to be fun to watch. Um, the second one I want to talk about is another kid that, as camp has opened, and just being on the team that he's on, it's gotten worse and worse each day, the info on this kid. And as of August 2nd, today, I think a breakout star in the making is Sony Michelle, running back out of Georgia that went to the Patriots. They took him in the first round. They let Deion Lewis walk to the Tennessee Titans. They made room for Sony Michelle. And yes, they have Burkhead, and Burkhead may and will probably at least to start the season be the goal line guy. He may even be some early down guy, you know, get some early down work. I understand that. And Sonny Michelle right now is going in that uh, fifth, mid-fifth round, which is probably about right right now for him because it's the Patriots. They are a just – they're a great real-life team, but they will drive you up the wall in fantasy. And I've never been – I actually have a motto about not taking Patriots running backs. But for some reason, no, not for some reason, because they took him in the first round and because I watched Georgia football last year and this kid was great. He's got hands. He's got speed. He is going to open up that Patriots offense. That backfield to me, yes, is he going to share a little bit? That's what the Patriots do. you got to play him. You know, he might be flex material. But even so, I think Sonny Michelle is going to be definitely a PPR play. Definitely a PPR play. But if you're in standard, I still believe there might be some value there. You could get some receiving and rushing yards with an occasional touchdown. You're talking about <clears throat> a Brady offense. So you're going to get some work from Sonny Michelle. You're going to get touchdowns. Um, and I'm going to finish off today's segment with one last player that I feel gets, you know, no love. And I think it's because of the situation he's been in the last few years. And um, it's Derrick Henry. I'm just going to get right to it. It's Derrick Henry. 
people it's some people very uh, most people i ran into are down on them what i've read about but those few that are not down on them i just happen to agree with them there's a guys that are there at camp right now that i've read on the titans websites that what beat writers everybody around them are saying that derrick henry and Dion lewis are going to be a great one too and that henry's going to get all that goal line work He's going to be the banger, and he's going to break those occasional plays. I know he looks slow. I know he looks too big at times. He runs funny. I get all of that. But to me, he's a power guy that has long strides that you give him that rock. Yes, you're going to get your two and three yards banging plays where he's going to hit that line. It's not fun to watch from time to time. But he's one of those guys, an old-school banger, kind of like Eddie George, that just bangs the line and hits that hole and eventually finds, you know, as the defense gets a little tired heading into that late third quarter, early fourth quarter, you give Henry that the rock for the 25th time. He's going to bang through that first and second level and get a big runoff here and there. Um... I, I just think he's going to have a good fantasy year. I think he's going to be a little bit, you know, kind of what Lynch was in the back end. Not the best Marshawn Lynch. I don't know if he can do that. But I think he could do what Lynch did in the back end of his years. Give you, you know, 1,200, 1,300 yards, you know, 10 touchdowns. Just steady running back work. I really believe that. And I do think that in this Tennessee Titans new, you know, revamped offense they got with Lafleur. Um, you know, he's going to bring in that Ram style offense. And I'm, I just think Henry is going to slip into that. He's going to share it with Deion Lewis because Lewis is going to take the passing downs from him. But anything outside of that third down, those first second downs and an occasional third down, I think him and Lewis will be on the field together. Um, I just, I think he's being overlooked by quite a few. Derek Henry, keep him on your radar. Now don't take him too early though. Uh, but uh, do I think he has a chance to break out? We'll see as camp goes on each week. I'll give him a look, see if what you know if anything changes. But as of right now, I think he's very much a candidate for just that banging, steady hundred, you know, eighty-five to one hundred and five yards touchdown or two with occasional catch um, here and there, just a steady workhorse in the backfield. Derrick Henry is my last uh, breakout. Um, we've got quite a few more breakouts and sleepers on our list, and I'll do a weekly, um, you know, breakers and sleepouts as we get through this uh, preseason together. And um, if you have any questions that you want to ask me, uh, you can email me at toddsfantasypicks at gmail.com. Uh, we're in the process of getting our website up. Uh, we're excited about the future here. Um, you can listen to us on many platforms. Um, and I want to thank Anchor for the great job that they do setting this up for us. Uh, until next time, guys, this is Todd in Houston.